Hey, welcome back to It Doesn't Matter. Uh, The original intro to this episode was a little messed up, so I'm just redoing it here in post-production. In this episode, we're going to talk about ghost stories, and Gabby's going to tell me about uh, her and her family's experiences, and I assume the role of skeptic slash hater. So she talks about seeing ghosts and hearing and feeling weird things, and then also living in a haunted house. Uh, And I also jump in at the end with a couple stories of my own that I remember. I also want to just take a second and give a little trigger warning. We do talk about violence and death, specifically a couple mentions of homicide and suicide, including the uh, ways that the, you know, suicide was done. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm basically just going to recount a bunch of my paranormal experiences to Annie, and Annie will just, um... Ooh. Ooh and, and ah. Them. Also, uh, my name's Gabby, and I'm here with Annie. We did not introduce ourselves at all in the beginning. They don't, they don't need to introduce... They, they don't need to know who we are. Okay. We're, we're cryptids. They don't oh. need to know us. This is... Oh, yeah. So, we're cryptids, uh, Annie and Gabby, and, this, and is, this is... It does not matter. It doesn't matter. Let's get into it. First one on your list, my mom's ghost story. I thought you said you had ghost stories. Okay. This is your mom's story. I don't want to know about your mom's story. But, you know, it all it all goes together, okay, you know? Fine, Just fine. like a, a lifetime, you know, it's passed down, generational. What do they say in court when, when it's like, when they... Never mind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway. No, they, let's see, let's we're, see not, we're not lawyers. Story. We don't know anything about the it's law. It's like sustained or whatever. Anyway, what's Here, your mom's ghost story? Hearsay. Um... <laughs> Maybe these are hearsay papers. No, that's that's hearsay. Um, anyway, anyway. So I literally have like a whole bullet list of my paranormal uh, experiences. So um, yes, I'm a big I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer of the paranormal. Um, ever since I was like eight years old. Um, I don't even remember. I'm saying a lot. I don't even remember how I found this, but I remember I would binge watch Ghost Adventures. At a very young age. One, because I was just really sexually attracted to Zach Beggins and I thought he was really hot. So, like, that drew me in initially. How, how young of an age were you attracted to that full-grown man? Uh, probably, like, eight or nine. Jesus, that's the it, most paranormal thing in this episode. It came out in, like, 2008, 2009. And I saw this man with spiky black hair and big muscles. And I was like, oh, ooga. So. <laughs> oh, my so. God. I was like, all right, I guess I'm into ghosts now. Like, I'm into middle-aged men at eight years old. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I scared my parents a lot. Um... <laughs> so, if Sorry. you're not going to tell your mom's ghost story, I'm going to tell it. Sorry. As you know nothing about it. Uh, I don't know, you could probably make I'll up make a better one. Yeah, exactly. So... My mom also had a lot of paranormal experiences in her life, and she told me about them. Maybe that's also what got me really into it. Um, She told me uh, when she was with my dad when they were younger, they were living in the front of my Aunt Mary's house, who is my Nana's sister. Her house was split up into, like, it was kind of like an apartment complex in a way, where it was like a big house, but, like, it was split into two different houses. And it was, like, connected by a hallway and, like, they shared a basement and everything. 
So my dad was working uh, an overnight shift and my mom was in bed. This was a couple months, maybe a year after my grandfather passed away, uh, my dad's dad. And my mom really liked him, but never really got to know him because he only spoke Italian. So they couldn't really have any actual conversations with each other. Uh, My dad would have to translate. But my pop-up really liked my mom, apparently. And after he passed away, she was laying in bed and she said behind her, she just like saw a lot of light and she thought that my dad came home and turned the light on. So she rolls over in bed to like say hi to my dad and sees my pop-up standing in the bedroom. Not like a full apparition of him, but she said it was like the outline of him like lit from the back like he was backlit for some reason and yeah so then and she like sees him like start to like reach out towards her and she just screams yeah she starts screaming her head off same throws a blanket over her head and is like this isn't real i'm dreaming this isn't real after like an hour she peeks out and nothing's there so she's like okay maybe i'm just going crazy like I don't know what's happening. I'm just sleep deprived, blah, blah, blah. So my dad comes home and she tells my dad what happened. And he's like, oh my God, like, I think my father like visited you. And um, ever since then, my mom was like really, like really, really believed in the paranormal. Uh, She heard from someone, she doesn't know who she, like she doesn't remember. But um, apparently if you get scared of like uh, people who have passed visiting you, they won't visit you again because they don't want to scare you. So ever since then, she has never seen or heard from uh, my grandfather ever again from the other side. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. She was she was kind of upset about it. She said if she could go back in time, she wouldn't have, like, freaked out so that there would be instances to see him again because she did she really did like him. Hmm. Keeping with the subject of my mom and the paranormal. My mom saw a medium, like, last year. She wanted to book a medium because her mom passed away a couple years ago, and she was having a really hard time with it, and she wanted to see if she could connect with her. So she calls up this medium that did a bunch of readings for my dad's side of the family, and they had a bunch of, like, crazy things that happened because he was so accurate with every single thing he said. He literally called, like... He said that my pop-up came through and was asking about my dad. Like, he was like, oh, why isn't my son here? And, like, called him by his full name and everything. And the guy who was giving this reading didn't know my dad, didn't know what his name was or anything. And then the whole group was like, oh, my God, like, that's so crazy. That's, like, hard evidence that, like, you know, like, you're actually talking to someone who's on the other side because there's no way you would have known that. So then my dad had... um had a meeting with him, like, one-on-one. He paid for a one-on-one session, and a bunch of people came through. He talked to his dad. Uh, They had some things that they talked about that, like, only my grandfather would know about him. And then he was like, I need to talk to your wife. He says that to my dad. (laughs) He did not burp during their session, though. That's the best part. Thank you. (laughs) Best part of the story. Um, So he goes, I need to talk to your wife. And... Like, my dad didn't even tell him he was married or anything. He was like, I need to talk to your wife. Um, Her mom wants to talk to her. So then my mom was like, of course I want to talk to him. Like, yes. So he comes in. They, she talks to uh, my mom and everything like that over, like, through him, basically. And then um, 
He goes, oh, you have a son and a daughter. She was like, I do. Like, that's kind of creepy, you know that? But, like, not really, because, like, that's his specialty. Yeah, I heard that they, like, I mean, the scam artists, you know, I'm not saying the person you guys saw was a scam artist, but people will, like, observe you from the moment they can even see you mm-hmm. and try and, like, figure things out about you to, like, get you to believe them. So my dad, that. My dad went to a scam artist before, and he was wearing Love a that. really expensive, like, watch, so he was like, oh, you own a business. My dad was like, no. He's like you are like an entrepreneur and he was like no he's like you make a lot of money but i was like not really <laughs> you like to steal watches yeah. bingo that's where i got my watch finally but this guy this guy was pretty accurate like he he knew stuff that like you could not google so he goes oh like you have a son and a daughter she's like i do and he was like i just want to let you know you your daughter and your son all have the ability to hear and I'm like, yes, I can hear with my ears very nice. <laughs> yes, like, oh, I'm deaf, so, I'm so that's so that crazy. You know, that I can use my ears to hear things. <laughs> he basically was saying that, like, my mom, me, and my brother um, have the ability to, like, hear spirits or, like, know things, like, with our, like, intuition and stuff like that, which I think is pretty accurate and true because there's times stuff will happen that, like, my intuition goes off and it is so creepily correct where, like, I freak myself out sometimes. So, he he was telling her that, and I was like, that's really interesting, because, like, we've all had experiences, which, talking about one of these experiences, um, my mom and my brother had a literal, like, telepathy moment with each other, where my mom was home alone. There was literally no one there, and, um... She hears my brother calling her from upstairs. So she starts calling him. And like an hour later, he calls her and he was like, the weirdest thing happened. Like, I heard you calling my name, like while I was in the car with my friend. And she was like, no way. Like, I literally heard you calling from your room, calling me. So then I started yelling back to you. But then I realized that you weren't home and no one was home. She's like, I thought I was going crazy. He goes, I thought it was going crazy. I literally heard your voice in the car yelling my name. So I was like, oh, I have to call her. So they literally had like a telepathy moment with each other, which was kind of crazy. As a mom, all I can think of is like, now you guys have no excuse to not answer her. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like, she's going to use that against you Sending guys all the time. Waves. Dinner's ready. She's going to be like, what do you mean you didn't know I wanted you to call back? I texted you. I called you. And I sent it straight into your brain. How did you miss my message? You know what I mean? That's the kind of mom I would be. New telepathy but I'm moment not dropped. Fancy like you guys. So it seems, looking at your notes on this subject, it seems like you lived in a haunted house. Yes. Okay. Tell me about said haunted house. Oh god. I... Sorry. Oh my god. I just <laughs> shook the whole table, the microphone, Annie the computers. Just... I caused an earthquake. Annie just flipped the table on us. She was like, <laughs> actually, I don't want to hear about oh my god. it. Um so in this house I lived in when we moved in when I was halfway done first grade and then we moved out when I was going into eighth grade I would have so many experiences in this house and no one believed me until we were moving out and then afterwards my mom was like yeah a bunch of creepy shit was happening to me but I didn't want to say anything to you because I didn't want to freak you out I'm like girl I was already thoroughly freaked out and I just needed someone to like help me through it and you know Basically, I just needed like, a little bit of support. Yeah, I needed a little bit support and reassurance. And they were like, mm, you're crazy, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Like, okay. Gaslight. 
gatekeep yeah, girl boss. They did, for real. <laughs> um, but my mom, when we were in the middle of moving out, my mom had a really big experience where she was like, it kind of like where we like resonated together, where we were like, okay, so there is paranormal crap happening in this house. We were in the process of moving out. Me and my mom were walking down the steps from upstairs and my mom stops, turns to me. She's like, what did you say? And I'm like, I didn't say anything to you. She was like, I felt someone just say hi into my ear and I felt them move my hair and like their lips brush against my ear. And I'm like, Ugh. why would I do that? Why would I be like, why would I assault you, mom? <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I, I was I was a couple steps behind her too. And I'm like, I'm not even that close to you to do that without you like knowing it's me. I don't know. You're pretty tall. And just lean your, all the way your over. Your legs are like six feet long. And then we're in, I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So, so then she got freaked out by that. She was like, okay, like that was, that was like the cream of the crop paranormal experience in this house so she goes outside we're about to leave um basically the house is mostly packed up and i was like oh shit i left uh a bunch of stuff on the sink upstairs i don't remember what it was at this point it's probably like hair ties or whatever that i need it so i was like all right let me just run up and get it i go into the bathroom and when i open the door the curtain rod from like above the toilet was ripped out of the wall it was just sitting on the toilet when like literally a second ago we were upstairs the curtain was in the wall and i was like hmm, that there's no seem way right. it could have just fell there it was ripped out like the the bolts that were like in the wall i don't know i'm being pretty skeptical things fall out of my walls all the time because we don't install them correctly i don't know it's for from first grade to seventh grade they were they were pretty much in the wall oh well there you go <laughs> it had a six-year life and it just gave out yeah that's what happened you know it just the bolts were like, we're going to rip ourselves out of this wall and just fall in the toilet. And so good for them. Good for them. But um, after this, we ended up moving into uh, a new house. We moved into this house without knowing that people have died in this house. <gasps> when we were looking for this house that we are in right now, we toured a house and we loved it. It was perfect. It was great. Our realtor was like, so there's something you need to know. At least they told you. Right. And we were like, we figured out, we pretty much figured out that somebody died in the house because a lot of the stuff had tags on it that he, that had a few different people's names. So in my head, I was like, okay, so these people were like, this is mine. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like the kids claiming stuff. And then other stuff was like marked to donate. So we figured out that somebody basically like died in the house and they were just clearing out the house and selling it. But what we didn't know at the time was that I think the owner of the house um, shot and killed his son, the son's wife, and himself Ooh. in the house. That's no bueno. Yeah. So, and honestly, I kind of regret not getting the house because it was a nice-ass house. I feel like we'll just have some ghosty friends in there. Yeah. I just hope, they're, hope they're nice. But angry spirits, like spirits that have been murdered or have committed murder? No, thank um, you. I'm good. There's the, no amount of sage that can fix that. The lady that died in our house killed herself in my parents' bedroom. Love that. She did not like us. Love that. We only found this out because our neighbor was a complete sweetheart. Um, she passed away recently and it made me really upset. She was like one of the best neighbors ever. She let us know that she knew the lady that lived in the house before. And she was like, yes. Like this is after we already started living in the house. Like, cause weird stuff was happening. She was like, oh, by the way, two people have died in your house. And the one lady was a very mean person. 
and she hated kids. She hated animals. She had a bunch of cats. They all they all died in the house, and she buried them in the backyard. So we had like a bunch of cat graves in our backyard. Jesus. That was fun. But like she apparently was just a really mean person. Um, and uh, my neighbor ended up going to a medium, and the medium asked like, "Oh, did you have a neighbor that passed away?" And she was like, "Yeah, I do." And they were like, she has a black aura. Like, she literally... She's pissed. She's pissed. <laughs> like, they were like, she is, like, just... She, her energy is so bad. She feeds off of negative energy, which... I know a few people that could feed that for her. A few well, people that are just purely made up of negative energy. In the house, there was a lot of fighting that was going on. And it was it was interesting because apparently he told her that there was a portal between our two houses... So like it was, a, we lived in a twin house. Um, yeah, it's called a door, buddy. It was originally one house, then they made it two houses. They so yeah, we built a portal. Apparently, <laughs> I swear I'm not this much of a hater for ghost stories. I'm just being an asshole. Of course, I'm playing devil's advocate. <laughs> there was um the two master bedrooms like kind of backed up to each other on the wall, and yeah, apparently okay. she would use the two master bedrooms to, like the closet to go back and forth between the houses. So like. If she was over on our side, my family would fight. If she would go over to my neighbor's house, my neighbors would fight. And we yeah, would like, okay, that's them kind fighting. of hilarious. I think I would spend my afterlife doing that. <laughs> just like making people get pissed off. Right. You're, like be angry. Just like, mm, it'd yes, be so funny. Yes. Like you just show up in a room. Nobody even knows you're there. And then all of a sudden everybody starts getting pissed. And they start yelling at each other, start being mean. And then you're just like, ha 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 That's ha, what ha. happens in real life when I go somewhere. That's weird. <laughs> um, side note. And I think we might have to cut this out because it's a little too dark. Oh. Um, but I have a friend. Well, no, she's not my friend anymore because I fucking hate her. <laughs> but she used to live in a house that had three stories. Mm-hmm. Like, all the houses on the street had three stories, basically. Um, and when she was uh, younger, I want to say high school, maybe even a little younger than that, she saw her neighbor jump off of her roof. And... Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. So I was like, as soon as you said something about, like, the... I forget what, what like, made me think of that, but... Probably the previous owner killing herself. Yeah, maybe. Apparently, she took a, a lot of pills, and that's how she did it in my parents' Jesus. bedroom, which I will say, probably can't, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say, because I don't think it can go in the podcast, but... Yeah, she, we are going to have to put a trigger warning before yes, this episode. So, but um, We're going to talk about all kinds of really dark, dark shit. Um... I was also, I had like two fingers like dragged across my back when I was laying on the ground one time. I thought it was my dog. Wasn't. She was nowhere to be seen. I even asked my dad because my dad was sitting on the couch when it happened. And he was like, no, there's literally no one near you. No dogs are down here. I was like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. So I think my brother, my brother didn't really, my brother doesn't want to talk about paranormal stuff because it kind of freaks him out. So like he had some stuff happen. He said he once saw a girl standing on the stairs when he went to the bathroom at night one time, like ring style. And I was like, maybe it was just a nightmare because I don't want to. Maybe I do have a few stories I can share because that reminded me of something. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm going to not believe you and just say that you were dreaming because I don't want to, I don't want the ring girl to be on our steps at night. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to believe that one. So I'm not going to. Yeah, uh, there would like stuff would fly off the shelves in my room. My wardrobe was like knocked on a couple times. Like it sounded like someone was literally like knocking on my wardrobe. And then when I woke up in the morning, it was just open wide. And I asked anyone if they were in my room and they were like, no, why would we come into your room while you're sleeping? And I'm like, good point. (laughs) 
so to freak you out to maybe. make you think there's yeah. ghosts they were like no it's all in your head like you're going <laughs> crazy gabriella so Jesus. um yeah i would like hear my name being called and everything um the biggest scariest thing that happened to me in this house was i saw a whole ass person a whole ass a whole not a whole ass oh a whole ass person. but a whole ass person got it got it um, I was in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I thought I like in the corner of my eye saw my brother standing outside the bathroom door waiting to come in. So I went to go turn to be like, hey, give me a second. I'll be out. And all I see is like this like figure, whatever, whoever, whatever was standing there, mo- like move out of the way and go like walk away. And all I saw was like a hand and an arm and a shoulder move out of the way. But it looked like a person. Like, it looked like if my brother was literally walking away from the door. And you mean, like, it it wasn't see-through, you mean? Or no, like, like, it was, like, solid. Like, it yeah, looked like a neat. whole person. Like, looked like I could, like, reach out and touch them. Like, I thought it was my brother. So then I open his bedroom door. I go over, and he's, like, in bed. And I was like, hey, were you standing outside the bathroom, like, waiting to get in? He was like, no, I've been laying in bed. Like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Like, leave me alone. Get out. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Sorry. What the fuck is wrong with you? So... And then I go downstairs. So my mom was downstairs. I'm like, hey, were you just upstairs waiting to get in the bathroom? And like, you came back downstairs. She's like, no, I never came upstairs at all. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, I am sure. I've been cooking food. And I'm like, okay. My dad wasn't home. He was working. So I was like, all right. What if it um, freaked out? I saw like, like it's up. I can't even articulate how I feel because it still freaks me out to this day. Like, Full, full body, like, look like an actual person. Freaked me out. So, that, that's basically what encompasses what happened in the new house. We don't live there anymore. My parents moved two hours away to, like, Bumblefuck Nowhere, PA, in the mountains. And uh, I live with my Nana now. Well, before you jump into any more houses or stories, I want to jump in. Since yes. you just wrapped up about the house. I want to hear your ring girl story. Um, well, it's not really a ring girl and it's honestly not even really my story because all of this stuff, I think, happened before I was even born. So uh, my grandma lived in a house for like 20 years and she never owned the house. Um, she rented it. I'm pretty sure it was owned by the like town that she lived in, if that makes sense. Anyway, so when my mom was about 16, she went to live with, you know, my grandma in that house and... She corroborated these stories and also, like, had a few of her own. Um, there's, there were a few, the, the basic kind of things were, like, you know, my mom saw a person in the attic when there was obviously no one in the attic. Like, she checked and there was nobody there. Um, there was another one where the way the house was set up, you could see, like, the stairs from the living room. And my grandma was sitting, I guess, in a chair in the living room and saw... Uh. I wasted I most of that. I muffled most of it. And then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The podcast would love this. I, I saw that too. My bad. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, you saw you the saw bur- me burp. The burp manifested yeah. into a ghost. <coughs> <coughs> um, but yeah, so she was just sitting in the living room and she saw who she thought was my mom come down the stairs. Um, and the, the bottom of the stairs, you could either go like one way into the foyer and then into the living room or the other way off the stairs into the kitchen. So it looked like they went the, my mom, you know, who my grandmom thought, I can't even, I can't even articulate this story. 
the ghost basically went into the kitchen and my grandma got up and was like, hey, Jody, where are you? And obviously nobody answered. Nobody was even there. Um, but she said that the ghost like turned and stared straight at her. You know, there were a bunch of other little stories like that in that house, but I never experienced anything um, personally. The only thing that I do remember, <laughs> and I feel like this was just us kids being trolls, hmm. but when I was about eight, um, we were getting ready I lived with my mom, her sister, and that sister's kids. So we were getting ready to move to a new house, all of us in that group. And they sat us down and we were just like talking. And for whatever reason, they asked us if we had ever seen anything weird in that house. And I (laughs) made up a story because I wanted attention because I was eight. And I was like, oh yeah, Uh, I saw this little... And basically I I described like, I think this is not the politically correct term anymore, but a leprechaun is essentially what I described seeing and I'm pretty sure I was bullshitting but like right after that my other cousin who's a little bit older than me and I would say less likely to bullshit was like oh my god yeah I saw it too I see it blah 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 blah. um so no I don't think I don't think it's ghost stories but uh I thought it was weird that my cousin jumped in and was like yeah I saw that exact same thing too but now that I have a kid you know it's it's kind of seeming like that's just what kids do yeah they're just like okay yeah if I say that I saw this too then it has to be real. Yeah. I don't think I have any, like, I'm going to keep thinking while you tell the rest of your stories, but I don't think that I have any, like, true good ghost stories. My stepdad saw a ghost in Gettysburg once, which is, yeah, it's very, very haunted. And my hairstylist actually is, like, super into ghosts and, like, all of that stuff. So for her bachelor, bachelorette party last year, that's where she went. And she was so sad that she didn't see a ghost, but... My stepdad said that he just saw, like, a soldier, you know, like, walking around on the field. And there weren't, there like, some days they were scheduled to be, like, people in costumes, like, reenacting old battles. But, like, nobody was supposed to be out there that day. Uh, so, yeah, those are my by-proxy ghost stories. Um, throwing it back to Gabo. 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 <laughs> One of my many nicknames that have been given to me. I was a gifted. It's a pleasure, you know. Yeah, you definitely have a gift. <laughs> so... Uh, keeping with moving into new houses, um, my parents moved up to a house in the mountains and, uh, my mom said she hears children laughing and running through the hallway while she's up there. I hate that sound. Children laughing. Makes me miserable. (laughs) God. Um, so I was like, that's interesting that every single place we happen to go, you know, paranormal shit be going down um, so maybe it's one of you guys that's haunted i think that's what it honestly might be because like the guy was saying that if you have these abilities or whatever like spirits are more drawn to you uh, uh, uh. thank you annie <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we're using one uh, microphone and i had to lean away while you, you didn't did that. have to lean away that was your choice you could have breathed it in <laughs> no Okay. Um, where was I? Anyway. You said so, your mom's haunted? My mom, me, and my brother, I guess. But, uh, she, like, hears children laughing and running around the new house. Um, I brought my one friend up the mountains, and he hates ghosts with a passion. Like, it freaks him out. And he said he didn't get any sleep at all because he heard scratching all over the walls and people walking up and down the stairs at night. I slept like a baby. I sleep like a baby up there. Nothing has happened to me up there, but I haven't spent a lot of time up there. So like the house in the mountains, weren't you just there? I was just there. So nothing weird happened on your recent trip. No, (laughs) nothing crazy. So 
I don't know, but that's what my mom said, and then my friend said he heard people walking up and down the stairs, like, all night, but I haven't experienced anything personally. And then in my Nana's house, I now live with my Nana. Honestly, I believe that my boyfriend had an experience, but to preface this, pre preface, preface, <laughs> sure, that word that I'm trying to say, uh, he does not believe in ghosts or the paranormal at all. He doesn't believe in anything. He thinks when you die, nothing happens and you just cease to exist and there's n the internal nothingness, which is a very sad mentality. But I tell him all my paranormal experiences and he's like, I believe that you believe you thought those things or experienced those things. <laughs> like, I love Josh. Not that I've ever met him, but like, come on, man. Yeah, he's he's not a believer in the paranormal or anything like that, which I want something really paranormal to happen to him that he cannot explain so that he has to believe me. But how about demonic possession? He'll probably just be like, oh, that's, I don't know, you are just really angry the other day. It was weird. <laughs> Did your period no, come in? <laughs> let's summon a demon. Oh. Let's find a, co a coven, coven? Yeah. yeah. Of witches around here to summon a demon to possess Josh. And then he'll believe it. But, like, can we get the demon back out? Because, like, I would want my boyfriend yeah, back. Yeah, can do, like, banishing stuff. Just leave him in there long enough to teach him a lesson. Okay. Well, I think that he had experience that he doesn't believe is an experience in my Nana's house. So, I... My bedroom is my Nana's master bedroom because she, for some reason, doesn't use it. Maybe because it's on it. <laughs> but, like, she doesn't use it. She sleeps in one of the smaller rooms, so she told me that I can stay in there. And uh, my boyfriend usually stays over on the weekends. And that would have been the room that my Nana and Pop-Pop stayed in because it was the master bedroom. So when he was alive, he probably, you know, they probably stayed in that bedroom. And one morning we were like in the middle of like waking up, kind of like when you're like still half asleep, half waking up, like you're kind of like aware that you're awake, but your eyes are closed. So I'm like laying there. Josh is laying next to me. He sits up and goes, huh, what? And I look at him and I'm like, who are you talking to? Like, I didn't say anything. And he goes, Oh, oh, nothing. I, I, I guess I was just dreaming. I woke up from a dream or something. And I'm like, oh, well, what happened? Like, who are you trying to talk to? He goes, oh, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, well, you have to tell me now. You can't, like, do that and then be like, oh, nothing. Because then, you know, that's annoying. So he says that there was a guy, like a short guy standing in the room yelling at him. But he didn't know if he was yelling or just talking really loudly. And guess who talks really loudly? Old Italian people. <laughs> what was my pop-up? An old Italian man. So he said there was literally a short guy standing in the room trying to get his attention, talking to him. And he literally responded to him because he said, huh, what? Like, he literally thought someone was talking to him to the point he answered. And he's like, oh, it was just a dream. And I'm like, I mean, I didn't see anything or hear anything. But in the same way, I'm like, that cannot be a dream because you were half awake. And you just respond it. So, like, you thought someone was talking to you. But hmm. he, he's still kind of like, no, I was just dreaming. Hmm. I was just dreaming. And I was like, okay, but my pop-up was a short Italian man who talked really loud. So, like, he's like, but I didn't hear it in Italian. He was, like, kind of talking English. But I still couldn't understand what he was saying. So, I was like, maybe you thought it was English, but it was Italian. So, that's why you couldn't Yeah, like, some it. Italian words sound like English words. Yeah, so, I don't know, but that's... That's that on that. I, I think he had an experience. He doesn't. I told my dad and my Nana about that. And they literally were like, oh, yeah, that was definitely pop up. So they believe me. But 
I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot to convince Josh that ghosts are real. But, I think um, it's a mindset. I think anybody could just like convince themselves that like no, that shit doesn't exist. That's crazy. Or yeah. you can do it the other way and be like, yeah, it absolutely was. And it's not even. I'm not even saying that like you just sit there and convince yourself, but like you either have the ability to kind of believe that sort of stuff or you just don't. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like Josh is definitely a more math science based kind of guy, and Nerd. I'm more. Yeah, and I'm more of a a spiritual belief kind of person where, like, I guess I'm more open to things like that because I, I want to believe stuff like that exists, so. But I am going to, I have, like, two more, like, stories that oh uh, God, I want to I was wondering because you skipped a couple. But yes. yeah, go back. I want to hear about the Ouija Ouija, Ouija board. The uh, Luigi board. A Luigi board? I will How never. How do I make a Luigi board? You could never convince me to fuck an with Ouija one of those. An Ouija board? I'm pretty what sure it's a What is a Ouija board? Written on the document, it says Ouija. It's called a Ouija. Ouija. It's called a Ouija board. That's that's how you pronounce it. Ouija. Ouija. Is what that says. So if anyone knows what a Ouija board is, you basically know it is like this little, a little board that has yes, no, uh, goodbye at the bottom, and it has the alphabet on it, and it comes with a little planchette that you put like place your fingers on, and this is supposed to be like a talking device to the other side. Um... You're not supposed to use them. A lot of bad things happen. It basically opens a portal for, like, anything to come through. I feel like 60% of horror movies are about, like, some person using it wrong and getting haunted or possessed or whatever. Which makes sense because that is the shit that happens when you use it. Do not use a Ouija board. Like I said, you couldn't pay me to do it. I would never use one again. But when I was younger and I was really in, this was probably, like, around middle school, I was really, really into the paranormal and my friend got a Ouija board for her birthday. I don't know why her parents were like, yes, that's a toy. Here you go. She brought it over and was like, let's use it. And she put it over. She put it on my couch towards the back of the couch. And it was sitting there for a while. And she's kind of trying to convince me to use it. And I really wanted to because I really liked ghosts and the paranormal. But at the same time, I had a really bad feeling. And I was like, maybe we shouldn't do this. She was like, come on, please, please just do it with me. And we're sitting in my living room. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm okay. Find someone else to do it with. This board, it's in the box, flips off of my couch onto the floor and me and her jump up start screaming and run out of the house we literally trampled each other to get out of the house because so wait did you even use it we're stupid so yes um we we like this this box like slid off of the couch and fell onto the ground with no one touching it it was all the way to the back of the couch like my couch didn't slope or anything so like it should have not like it shouldn't have moved so it basically flips off we start screaming, run out of the house. My, my parents were, like, at their friend's house at this time because, like, I was old enough to be left home alone, which, like, I probably shouldn't have been. But, um, so we're outside. We both hype each other back up. We're like, okay, we're gonna go in. We're gonna go in. Fuck them ghosts. Yeah. Go back in. It's still where it was. We're like, okay. And we opened it because we're stupid. <laughs> so we open it. We start playing with it. Um, so it's like, gently put your fingers on it. But, uh, it's, I don't know. People are saying, oh, it's your your uh, blood rushing to your fingers moves it or whatever. But like, I don't know. So we start asking questions. It starts slowly moving. Halfway through using it, it gets later. Like my parents come home. My mom sees us using it. She's like, oh my God, is that one of the Ouija boards? Like I've always wanted to use that. Joins in with us. Me and my friend are like, we're done. Like we're not really getting anything. We stop using it. 
my mom uses it by herself, which is, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to at least always have two people. This girl left it open without saying goodbye the whole night. Left it open, out of the box, completely open, didn't say goodbye. Because she didn't know how to use it. She didn't know the rules. The rules and regulations of the Luigi board. So read the terms of service. Yeah. So then after that, that's when, like, a lot of, like, activity and shit sort of pumping up in our house like uh when i was left alone i would hear walking upstairs and it wasn't the dog because the dog was near me um and like as the dog starts barking in the background <laughs> so basically like i would get freaked out and stuff like my friends didn't want to hang out with me anymore because my house was so creepy and like they would hear shit all the time like they literally did not want to stay over um my cousin who was also really into the paranormal would stay over and she would say when she slept over she would feel someone sit on her legs in the middle of the night and then she couldn't move and like i'd be like nothing happened to me thank god like so like after my mom left that open a bunch of stuff started happening in our house uh my friend from up the street was like oh i want to use it too so my friend who got the present left it at my house because she didn't want to take it back to her house because she was freaked out from it now Left it at my house, uh, which made me, you know, use it more because I had it. Uh, my friend from up the street came down. We started asking questions. We ended up, I like still vaguely remember the guy's name. I think his name was Ted. We started talking to this ghost named Ted who was a firefighter, fire, 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 fighter, fire, fi- <laughs> okay. okay, a firefighter who died in 9-11 apparently. Was it Pete Davidson's dad? That would be insane, and I would tweet him and be like, I talked to your daddy. If that is, it's really Teddy Davis. <laughs> Maybe. He... I don't know. Like, he... The guy's name was Ted. He said he died in 9-11. Like, this is all the information we got from using this. And he was like... Ah, oh, no, it's Scott. Scott. <laughs> but, like, that would be really creepy. And, like... That's the only guy I know that died in 9-11. So yeah. I thought it was worth a shot to check. I don't know. But this that's what we got, basically, from using the board. And then some weird stuff started happening and we were like, well, if you're like in the room with us, um, like show us like a, like a, that you're in the room, which like apparently you're also not supposed to do. Like you're not supposed to like ask for signs because then like some whack shit can happen. We were like, our, my dog was laying next to us and we were like, well, if you're real, make my dog leave the room. My dog shot If like, you're shot real, up. kick my dog. Yeah, basically. <laughs> My dog shot up and ran out of the room, and he was in a dead sleep. Jesus. Too. So I was like, oh, no. And, like, I got, like, a whole, like, chill down my body and everything from it. But um, after we use this, this basically leads into my doppelganger story. So I still had the Ouija board in my house. Uh, I wasn't using it as much because I was, like, really freaked out from it. But, like, a bunch of a bunch of stuff happened. Like, we got some information from it. Um. And I had two people end up seeing my doppelganger in my old house in Aston uh, because of the Ouija board, basically. So there's like a big story, like backstory behind doppelgangers or whatever. There's like lore. If you see your own doppelganger that you're going to die soon. Thank goodness I never saw my own doppelganger. But like you can look up the lore and stuff on them. Basically, it is an entity that looks exactly like you. That is like you, but like menacingly you. I don't know. There's been different stories of people seeing people's doppelgangers, like, throughout history. Like, it's a really big thing. Um, my... Yeah, um, in Vampire Diaries, mostly. You know, we're talking about history. Yeah, you Real, know. 
Real facts. True yeah. history. Um, iconic moments in, in, you know, television history. Catherine and Elena. <laughs> Wasn't there another one, too? There was a third one from, like, There was ancient... four of them. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. It... I feel like Elena is not that special to have four fucking doppelgangers. We need a whole other podcast on that. I could talk about Vampire Diaries for, like, five hours. Yes. But... So, basically, like, the not Vampire Diaries version of that is, like, it's just, like, an evil you or whatever, like, um, entity of you. So, my cousin Jess was- Wait, it's supposed to be evil? Apparently. I apparently, like, it's- So, it's, like, the anti-Gabby. Yeah, kind of. It's the like anti-Gabby you, lived in my house Like, when you see, like, a photo negative? I don't know. Well, the people- I have two people that saw it that- one, I, I find this, like, really as hard evidence because, one, they didn't know each other. It was my cousin and my friend who have never met each other, have never oh, spoken. So they couldn't be, like, pranking you or yes. something? And also, I never, after what happened with my cousin, I never told my friend about it. So what happened was with my cousin, uh, she was staying over and um, my, my family was in the house. And we were like, ooh, we're going to play uh, hide and seek in the dark. Because my family was all downstairs. We're like, we'll do it upstairs. So... We turn all the lights off and I go into my bedroom and I was like, I have the perfect hiding spot. I'm going to get a black blanket and I'm going to light in between the wall and my bed with the black blanket on me. She's never going to see me. I hear her come into my room and she's like, ha, I found you. And so I get up and I'm like, really? I thought I was hiding really well. And she was like, she goes, what are you doing over there? And I was like, what do you mean? You just said you found me. She goes, you're standing in your closet. And I go, I've been laying next to my bed the whole time. What are you talking about? And she looks back and she was like, come downstairs. Come here. Come here. Come here. So she, she grabs my hand. We run downstairs. And I'm like, what are you going on about? Like you said you found me. She was like, I saw you standing in the corner of your closet behind your clothes, staring right at, like right at me. And I was like, ew, I wasn't in my closet. She's like, I know I'm freaked out. It looked exactly like you. I thought you were standing in your closet. So then- we didn't end up sleeping in my room. We slept downstairs because we were really freaked out. <laughs> but, um, like, a couple months after that, uh, I had my friend from school sleep over. Uh, she was sleeping in my bed next to me. I woke up in the morning. I never told her this story either, like, that what happened with my cousin. She woke up in the morning, and I wake up, and she's just sitting there, like, up with her hands folded. And I'm like, hi. And she was like, I'm really freaked out. Can we do- Can we go downstairs? And I'm like... okay sure uh what's this about we go downstairs and she's like i called my mom i'm getting picked up and i was like what happened like what are you going on about she's like i woke up and when i woke up i looked into your closet and you were standing in your closet looking at me and it was you and then when i turned over in bed you were still sleeping right next to me and i was like bro i'm like you're you're (laughs) messing with me and she goes, no. She's like, so I look back. Wait, so the, both people saw it in your closet. In my closet. A full <sighs> on, full apparition of me. Like, it was me. They said it was me. And I was look, making direct eye contact with them while I was standing behind clothes. Imagining you, like, like in your Snapchats. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, standing in the corner, hiding behind clothes, looking at them. She said when she looked back, it wasn't there. And she literally was so freaked out, she couldn't move. So she just stayed there and waited for me to wake up. And I was like, that. yeah, see, remember earlier when you were like, oh, yeah, I hear voices sometimes. And I was like, I would just jump off a bridge. Yeah, I would be like, that's it. I've lived a long life. I don't need to experience another day. I'm done. Bye. I don't know. So like that, that was like the biggest thing that happened where I was like, that's hardcore evidence to me because two separate people who didn't know each other, who I never told about it, saw the same exact thing, which 
I'm thankful I didn't see it because of, you know, the history where, like, if you see your doppelganger, you're supposed to die. I don't know what it means if, when other people see it, but, like, I mean... I and especially because you were in the room both times I when they said they saw it. I will say my life has gone downhill from well, this time. Is that I, all your ghost stories? Uh, honestly, yeah. That's that's all I have. Yeah, I, mean, I really wish I had some more, like, personal ones, but they're all, like, my mom saw this. My, my stepdad saw this. I still find those stories interesting. Yeah, I feel like I might have one or two, but I just can't remember them right now. I just, I, I love ghost stories so much. They, I want to go to, like, haunted places. I literally went Let's to, uh, I went to Penhurst once Ooh, with my friends. No, thank you. We can do haunted places, but not haunted by, like, crazies or murderers. We can go to, like, a haunted battlefield, but I don't want to see Those no fucking murderers. And- yeah, I know, but, like, it- it's different. You know what I mean? They didn't just, like, snap one day and decide to kill a bunch of people. It was, like, their uh, yeah. job, which is the almost government worse, I guess. them to kill people. Yeah, the government was like, mm. If the government wants you to kill people, then I guess it's okay. Well, if that's all we have, um, thank you for sharing all those ghost stories. Um... I'm thoroughly freaked out. Stay safe out there, kids. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to wrap it up. Um, well, I like to talk a lot. So, like, I, I like talking. If you can't tell that I like to talk because I like to talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, she likes to talk. <laughs> I like to talk. Um, but thanks for listening to this episode. And hopefully we'll be back with more episodes, more topics. But until then... um. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. None of this mattered. None of it. None, nothing, none things matter. Bye! (laughs)